Hey, welcome back to the Oasis Church Podcast. Today you're going to hear a message from our series, Purpose in Your Pain. Now our struggles don't always have the answers in the moment, but even when we can't see it, they have purpose. And when we're going through trials, it's tempting to look at our lives with a perspective of pain, but there's purpose in our pain. We'd love for you to join us during this series as we learn how God never wastes a hurt and how he's preparing us for something far greater through the trials, through the struggles, and through the pain we're experiencing now. Now, we're always encouraged to hear how God is using this ministry from right here in Winchester, Virginia, to change lives all around the world. Would you send us an email at amen at myoasischurch.org? And if you'd like to support us financially so that we can continue to bring messages just like this one, you can do so at myoasischurch.org. Now, prepare your hearts to hear a word from God. How many of you uh, on social media have seen the, the, the memes that say, I was this year, or I was this many years old when I found out about whatever, right? You guys seen those memes? I have a few that I want to show you. Uh, put the first one up. <clears throat> I was today years old when I found out a screwdriver handles are designed to put a wrench on it to help loosen tighten screws. How many of you knew that? Did anybody actually know that? Really? Man, I, like, it changed my mind this week. I was like, what? Like, this, is, this would help, have helped me so many times. Uh, put the second one up. This is a spaghetti spoon. Um, this is a single serving size of spaghetti, the hole in the middle. Now I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Now listen. I don't know if all of these are 100% accurate. You can't believe everything you read on Facebook, but it makes sense. <laughs> it looks pretty cool. Go ahead and put the third one up. Uh, the, the juice boxes. Man, this is going to save me with my kids. My kids get an apple juice from Chick-fil-A, and it's all over their car seat in seconds. And uh, this is, this is going to be awesome. They can hold it with the handles there. What's the fourth one? Chinese takeout boxes are plates. Did you know that? Okay, listen, I must be like, how do you all know this and I don't know these things? This is amazing. Uh, what's the, uh, the, the fifth one? A soda can. Uh, has the, you can turn the tab around for the straw. Uh, and then this one, this one blows my mind. The last one, when I was a kid, this would have came in handy so many times. Go ahead. Uh, you could take the top of that, turn it upside down, and it became, becomes a cap for, for the bottle. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know that. Yeah blows my mind. Um, I want to say hi to my wife. My wife's actually at home today with uh, some of our kids. We have five kids if you're new here. <laughs> uh, she gets three of them ready on Sundays, but she's actually home watching online. So, hey, babe. Love you. Come on, give it up for Marjorie. Isn't she awesome? The reason I said that, um, one, I love her very much, and I'm getting brownie points for, like, shouting her out, right? Number two, <laughs> um, uh, when, when we first got together um, and were married, we, we, uh, we went to a church that we grew up in, and uh, I'll never forget our oldest son, Elijah, uh, was uh, in the nursery, and he, he wore diapers at this point in his life, and um, uh, there was a nursery worker who, who used Clorox wipes to change him and not baby wipes, right? Clorox wipes, not baby wipes. Now, my wife, brand new mom, right? <laughs> How do you think that conversation went? Not very well. I'm just going to be honest, right? Just as a fair warning, our nursery workers are very highly trained. Uh, they don't change diapers anyways, but they would never do something like that. Um, but if you don't know something's purpose, then you're likely to misuse it. If you don't know the true purpose of something, if you don't really understand something, it's very likely that you may never use it correctly. That's the very reason that some of you in this room today are frustrated. It's the very reason that some of you today don't know your purpose. 
You don't see the reason. You don't see the point. And you're wondering, why do I even bother? You might bust your butt. Can I say butt? I don't know. The church I grew up in, there was an older lady in the back. I said freak one time, and she said, don't you ever say that on the stage again. I said, I'm so sorry, Miss uh, Roberta. I'm so sorry. Um, Miss Roberta has went on to be with the Lord, so I can use her name now. Um, but, man, like, you bust your butt at work, and it feels like no one even notices. You go above and beyond, but you still don't get the promotion. It seems like your manager or your boss doesn't even see you. You never complain about your job. You're on time every single day, but Joey's late every other week, and he just got a raise, right? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Maybe, maybe you're fighting for your marriage, but it seems like your spouse doesn't even care anymore. You're, you're doing all the extra cleaning that you promised you would do. You're spending more quality time with your spouse, right? You're, you're, um, you're, uh, uh, you're cooking dinner for your spouse when she gets home or when he gets home. And it, it just seems like no matter what you do, it doesn't matter. And you're trying to serve God. You're trying to be faithful. But everywhere you look in your life, it seems like it's just crumbling apart. It seems like life doesn't go very well for you. Why bother? What's the point? I don't even know why I try. Does anybody ever say that? I don't even know why I try. <laughs> I say it all the time when I clean up the kids' rooms. I don't even know why. I don't know why I do this. The title of my message today, if you're taking notes, like good Christian people that love Jesus and love your pastor, is find your why. Look at your neighbor and say, find your why. Find your why. Now listen, I'm going to need some more help this morning. You guys are quiet, okay? I'm going to need a lot of help. Say it one more time. Look at your other neighbor and say, find your why. There we go. There we go. There's a reason and there is a purpose. Father, we thank you for your word this morning, God. I ask that you would just use me to deliver the message that you've given me to your people, God. In Jesus' name, amen. There's a scripture in the New Testament Luke was writing about David. Uh, David was a man after God's heart. He, he grows up to be King David in Acts chapter 13, verse 36. It says, now when David has served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. Falling asleep, this is a nice way of saying he died. He was buried with his ancestors and his body decayed. Now that last part is gross, his body decayed. But the first part is amazing. David had served God's purpose. He served God's purpose in his generation. He fulfilled his calling. He understood his why. He accomplished his why. He accomplished the what in his life. He served God's purpose. Dr. Miles Monroe, which is a, a preacher from uh, the Bahamas, actually, says the greatest strategy, tra tragedy, you know what I'm saying, in life is not death, but a life without purpose. A life without purpose. Maybe you're in a season that is frustrating. Maybe, maybe you're in a season where, man, you didn't see that one coming, right? You don't fully understand what's happening in your life. Maybe it's this massive pandemic that shut the whole world down, right? And for some people, it was, it was a blessing, but for others, it felt like a curse, right? For some of us, we got more quality time with our family. Some of us lost our jobs, right? Some of us were like, getting blessed off of these like stimulus checks, right? Other people were like, what the heck is going on, right? When you don't understand a season that is frustrating. A friend uh, who uh, used to be in ministry, a friend of mine who used to be in ministry, um, wants to be in ministry again, 
But he said, I just can't get motivated. Hasn't been serving God for years. I just can't get motivated. He doesn't see the why. He doesn't see the purpose. When I was uh, on staff at a very large church uh, in Iowa, I was the, the marketing uh, communications uh, director type guy. And um, one of the things that uh, they did when I worked at that church was uh, put me through like marketing training and all that good stuff, right? And um, <clears throat> we, we watched TED Talks at staff meetings every single week. Anybody ever watch a TED Talk? TED Talk? If you haven't watched a TED Talk, you should go watch a TED Talk. Um, but uh, one of the things, uh, this is free marketing advice, by the way. So if you're a business owner or you want to start a business, this is free marketing advice. Uh, no charge at all. Just serve God and your church. <laughs> um, but it changed my life, and it was start with why. Start with why. It's called the golden circle. Why, how, and what. Why, how, and what. And how, how this guy, his name was Simon, I forget his last name, uh, in the TED Talk explained it, was that uh, there's tons of companies that do very well, right? There's some companies that just don't do well at all, okay? Like uh, Apple, if you have an iPhone, you're going to heaven. If you don't, you're not, okay? Uh, Apple, uh, I'm just kidding. Is uh, I hate when I text somebody and it's not blue. I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, no offense if I text you and you don't have an iPhone. Um, I love you anyways. But, uh, um, <laughs> man, isn't it like, a, okay, iPhone users, let's just be honest. You're like doing a group message, you're adding people to the group message, and then you add one and the whole thing turns green and you're like, what the heck? Like, Johnny, why don't you have an iPhone? You're the one person on staff that doesn't have an iPhone. Now we have to like use a different app or something. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Rant, sorry. Uh, Apple does very well as a company and it's because they understand why, right? They communicate all of their messages differently. For an example, most people would use a bad marketing statement and say this, we make great computers, they are beautifully designed and user-friendly. Do you wanna buy one, right? Apple doesn't say that, right? Apple, because they're very good with what they do and understand their why, says, everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo. We believe in thinking differently. We do this by making our products beautifully designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. We just happen to make great computers. Wanna buy one, right? A lot of us, I challenge you to find your why in life. Find your why. And I'm going to help you with that this morning. Is that okay? I'm going to give you three principles of purpose. Uh, so if you're taking notes, I want you to write these down. Three principles of purpose. And, and David served God's purpose. He, he understood his why. The first one is, your purpose isn't for you. Your purpose is God's purpose. This is super important. Your purpose isn't for you. Your purpose is God's purpose. David understood this. You can see him saying it when he is running from Saul in the Old Testament, Psalm 57, verse 2. I cry out to God most high, to God who will fulfill his purpose for me. David is running for his life and says, to God who will fulfill his purpose for me. Your purpose isn't for you. Your purpose is God's purpose. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, it's God's purpose. David wasn't trying to find his purpose. He was trying to fulfill God's purpose. Your purpose isn't for you. Your purpose is God's purpose. What is purpose? It's original intent. It's, it's reason. 
It, it's why. If you don't know something's purpose, you heard me say it earlier, you'll likely abuse it. Now, I know we don't like to talk about sin in church, right? We don't like to talk about that stuff anymore, right? Um, uh, but the purest definition of sin is actually from a Greek word, harmate. Now I'm not going to say it right. Listen, who's a Bible scholar in here? John, where, oh, are you a Bible scholar? Oh, great. Harmardia. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I, uh, wow, that's great. Listen, they're, they're going to like critique my message. I'm so scared now. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, now, what it means is to, to miss the mark, right? To, to miss the target. It's missing the purpose. Missing the purpose. It's abusing the purpose. Violation of purpose. And maybe you don't know your purpose, but you're always searching. You're always searching. You're, you're trying to find the new job, right? The, the job that will just make me feel so happy, right? You're, that relationship didn't work, so I'm going to try another relationship. That one doesn't work, so I'm going to try another relationship. You're always searching. It doesn't matter how many nice vacations you go on. Oh, it just doesn't ever seem to fulfill you. You just keep on searching. It doesn't matter how many experiences you do, how many brands you buy, right? You're just always searching. And unintentionally, you've reduced your life to an experiment. Unintentionally, you reduced your life to an experiment. Anything that will bring me joy. Because we're missing the why behind why God created us. You're trying to find yourself, right? Gonna treat yourself, gonna pamper yourself. It's all about you, right? You do you, boo boo, right? All about you. You know, uh, people who are popular are still miserable. <laughs> One glass. <laughs> people, <laughs> people who are popular are still miserable because they have no purpose. People, people who are powerful still hate life sometimes because there's no purpose. People who are prosperous are still depressed because there's no purpose. Highly dissatisfied because there is no purpose. You've been hearing me say this for the last several months, that we are created for heaven, not created for this world. But so many of us are living for this world. We're searching in this world for something that this world can never provide us. Your purpose isn't for you. Your purpose is God's purpose. He created you for his will. Not your glory, but for his glory. And nothing in this world... You better clap for this one. Nothing in this world can ever stop God's purpose in your life. I'm going to say it one more time. Nothing in this world, no boss can ever fire you, no relationship can ever end. Nothing in this world can ever stop you from the purpose that God has for your life. Nothing. There's no stopping the purpose of God until the purpose of God is complete. I love the, the elevation song that says, if I'm not dead, you're not done. It's important to note that if you decide the purpose for the place you, it's, it's important to note that you get to decide the purpose for the place that you are currently in. Let's say it one more time because I know you're all confusing because I messed it up. It's important to note that you get to decide the purpose for the place, for the season that you are currently in. This is the moment, this is the time, 
This is the season of your life that you will be glad and rejoice in it. Or you can be depressed in it. This is the moment in my life that I can survive it and be strengthened by it. I can also resent it or I can embrace it. It's better to lie down and die. That's what many of us would say. That's what many of us would the situations say. that we're in. The situations that we're in. Man, I'd rather just die. Man, I'd I'm so fed die. up. I'm so fed up. But it's in the valley. But it's in the valley. Where the grass grows greener. It's in the valley where God molds you. It's in the valley. Your purpose isn't for you. Your purpose is God's purpose. The second thing, if you're taking notes today, is you don't find your purpose. You serve God's purpose. You don't find your purpose. You serve God's purpose. David wasn't pursuing his dream. David wasn't trying to check off everything on the bucket list. He didn't go skydiving, Rocky Mountain climbing, 2.7 seconds on a, uh, what's it called? Bull named Fu Manchu or something, right, right, right? That wasn't David. David served. That wasn't even in my notes. I feel good right now. <laughs> like, okay. David served God's purpose. And there is no coincidence that the Holy Spirit inspired Luke in the book of Acts, that he used the phrase serve. Some, some examples in the Old Testament, Samuel, uh, uh, God's prophet, right, was looking to choose under the inspiration of God, the Holy Spirit, to choose the next king. He goes to the house of Ben. Uh, ben Where's the scholar at? <laughs> ben Jesse, the oldest son, uh, he was handsome, he was strong, he was smart, he had everything. Samuel was like, oh, this is the one. God said, no, it's not him. He went to the next son, and then he went to the next son, and then he went to the next son, and God said, no. Samuel couldn't find the one who God wanted to choose. What was David doing? David wasn't building his resume. David wasn't sitting at home building his resume, trying to figure out, oh, what's going to look best on this? David wasn't trying to make a TikTok uh, video go viral to become famous. He wasn't trying to get noticed. Psalm 78, verse 70. He, referring to God, we'll wait for it to come on the screen. Psalm 78. There it is. He, referring to God, chose his servant David, calling him from the sheep pens. He took David from tending the, 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 the ooze and the lambs and made him the shepherd of Jacob's descendants, God's own people, Israel. David wasn't seeking a position. David was serving a purpose. Remember Goliath? Hey, I like this new song that Elevation came out with. Okay, like, uh, all of you people, go stream Elevation. Maybe I'll get, like, a sponsor, right? For all hundred of you. <laughs> I don't know. I love this new song. It's called Same God. Has anybody listened to it yet this week? It just came out, like, two days ago. Oh, my Lord, okay? Like, this song is so good. It says, there's this line in it that says, I might not be fighting Goliath, but I'm facing my own giants. And I was like, drop the mic, right? Like, oh my gosh, it was so good. Anyways, you should go uh, streaming. Goliath, he was, he was taunting. He was, he, uh, everyone was afraid, right? Everyone's afraid. And David eventually defeated Goliath. 
Why uh, did God choose David? He wasn't the biggest person. He wasn't the most ripped person to go fight this. He wasn't like a warrior, right? He wasn't verified on Instagram or something. He wasn't the richest. He wasn't the most powerful person. But he closed a big deal. He's a little boy. A teenager, most likely. Taking lunchables to his brothers on the battlefield. He wasn't hoping for his big break. He was just faithfully serving. Just faithfully serving. He served God's purpose. Maybe you feel like you're in a season where you don't understand. Maybe you say your purpose isn't really for you. Maybe you don't understand God's purpose for you in your life. You just don't understand. Your purpose is God's purpose. You don't find your purpose. You serve God's purpose. How? Point number three. If you want to serve God's purpose, here it is. Start serving God's people. If you want to serve God's purpose, start serving God's people. Now, most of you are probably thinking this is some type of like uh, uh, plug to get you to start serving at the church. Well, it kind of is, but not completely. <laughs> Which is kind of funny that John Holland uh, uh, said that during uh, Welcome because I didn't tell him anything about my message today. So kind of cool. Uh, this God. Some people probably think, man, serving God's people, that's lame. I want something big. Man, I want to be an influencer. I want to, like, write books. I want to preach to, like, thousands of people. Man, I want to make six figures. I want to be famous. Man, that's so lame just to serve God's people. No. It is never lame to love. It is never lame to love. I'm going to say it one more time. It is never lame to love. It wasn't even below Jesus. In fact, in Mark 10, verse 45, for even the Son of Man, he said they don't have it. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. If you want to start serving God's purpose, you have to start by serving God's people. It's not about you. Not about you, boo-boo, right? It's not about your glory. It's about his glory. Maybe you're a business owner or you want to start a business. Don't make it about you. Man, I want to be the next CEO. I'm going to be this. I'm going to make this much money. I'm going to do this. No, start by saying, man, I'm going to create a product that changes somebody's life. I'm going to create something that makes something easier for somebody. Start by serving people. Bless other people. If you're a business owner, bless other people. I used to work for Chick-fil-A, which is an amazing company. I, I talked about this before. But Chick-fil-A gives away millions of dollars worth of free food every single year. Thousands of dollars a day in one store. Thousands of dollars. Free food. And they're debt-free. Everything's paid for in cash. And one of the most prospering businesses in America. Maybe you want to make content. Don't make it about getting more followers on your social media. Make it about inspiring people, to help people, to share the gospel with people, to help people through a hard time, to encourage people when they're down. Help other 
people. Entertain people. You can entertain, entertain people too. Make them relax. Make them enjoy life, right? I love watching reels sometimes. Don't get stuck in it. Don't, don't start scrolling forever. Set yourself a time limit. Your screen time. If you have an iPhone, if you don't. Oh well. Just kidding. I'm really stuck on this iPhone thing. Man, I want a big ministry. I want a big church. Right? I'm going to start a church, and we're going to have thousands of people by month number six, right? My story isn't somebody else's story. I have to be okay with that too, right? That you have to love someone when they're not even looking. That's what I do, right? If I, if I want God to use me, then I got I to gotta love God when nobody else is around. I got to treat my wife correctly with respect and love her and honor her at home without her being on the screen. Man, like, listen, I'm not saying you could play video from my, my house and it's... Where was I? I'm not saying that you can put video on the screen and my house is perfect. No, I get it wrong sometimes, right? I'm not the perfect husband. I mess up sometimes, right? But what I do when nobody else is looking is so important that... I love people when no one else is looking. I remember, uh, they're, they're not here, I don't think. Nope, 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 not here. Uh, there's, there's a couple in our church. They don't know about this at all. <laughs> uh, they live right across the street from me. And um, there's an older lady that lives right beside me. Now, the other day, I was getting my kids ready, and I had to go to the store, and I was in a rush. And it just got, it was like the second day after the big snowstorm, right? And I just got done shoveling my driveway. I'm putting the shovel back, right? I'm like, come on, kids, we gotta go, we gotta go, right? Really, the market's open for like another 10 hours. I don't know why I'm rushing, right? Uh, get in the car, right? Um, and uh, uh, as, I, as I drive away, I noticed the older lady next door, I'm telling on myself, it's not a proud moment, came out and was starting to shovel her driveway. I was driving off. And I was like, man, if I come back, I'll help her, right? I, no, when I come back, if I come back, geez, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> no, uh, when, when I come back, I'm going to help her, right? I was like, I'll only be like 15 minutes, right? Um, I kid you not that, like, uh, you probably already heard it. My, my ring doorbell went off on my phone, right? Like, uh, like, there was motion beside my door. And it was the people across the street walking by my door, and they shoveled her entire driveway, right? And I was like, man, they don't even know that I saw that, right? I feel terrible because I'm like, man, I should have been out there helping, right? I felt really terrible about it. I'm not going to lie. But they just did an act of love and don't even know that somebody else saw it. And I was like, wow, that's what God looks for. When your neighbor can't get out and, and get groceries, you go and pick up the groceries for them. Expense-free. Just do it, right? In, in our neighborhood, we, uh, we have these, like, boo bags. Anybody know what a boo bag is during October? Anybody? No, it's, okay, well, yeah, the only other people live in my neighborhood, <laughs> right? Listen, it's kind of strange, okay, not going to lie. But you, you randomly surprise somebody with a boo bag. It's like a little bag of treats and stuff or whatever. You drop it off at somebody's door. You ring their doorbell. You run, and it's kind of like being a uh, uh, doorbell. Uh, nope, nope, don't say it. Okay, kids in the room, don't do it. <laughs> uh, but it was so much fun. I kid you not, uh, me and my wife did it. And uh, <laughs> I felt so cool. I was like, I'm driving the getaway car, right? We pulled up to the house. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to pull into the driveway. Get out, run, go, right? And she ran, she did it, and got back in the car, and we flew out of the neighborhood. It felt so much fun. I was like, man, that's so cool. But then I saw them post, like, man, somebody, somebody gave us this stuff. This is so cool. We love our neighborhood. This is so awesome, right? 
And I was like, man, I kind of want to say it was us, but I didn't, right? Like, I was like, man, I just, I wanted them to know, like, oh, it's so fun. Um, but I didn't. And they were so blessed by it, right? And whenever you, like, go to the gas station and just pay it forward, just pay for somebody else's gas. Now, listen, maybe you're like me. I'm not going to lie. This whole pay it forward thing can get out of hand when you're in the drive-thru, okay? I was in Burger King's drive-thru, okay? Got me and my son something. And they're like, hey, the car in front of you paid for you. That's awesome. And they're like, would you like to pay for the car behind you? I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? Well, how much is theirs? Like $62. We're like, oh, here's a $5 bill towards it, right? Like, there you go. I'm like, can I just accept the blessing from God? <laughs> you aren't called to seek a platform. You aren't called to have power. You aren't called to even have a position. You are called to serve God's people. Don't let the devil rob you of your why. Don't let the devil rob you of your why. Serve where you are today. Serve where you are today. When is the right time to serve God's people? The right time to do the right thing is right now, today today. I challenge you on your way out of here today, bless somebody. Go do something nice for somebody. Do something. I don't care who it is. Go do something nice for somebody. And get creative. You're going to have to get creative. Pick up groceries. Volunteer to help deliver prescriptions to somebody. Shovel the neighbor, neighbor's sidewalk. Be a prayer warrior for somebody. Tell somebody, that you're actually praying for them. Better yet, don't just tell somebody you're praying for them. Pick up the phone, call them, and pray with them. Pick up the phone and call them and pray with them. Get somebody a gift card. Buy lunch for somebody today after you help pack up. <laughs> don't have to launch a nonprofit. You can serve exactly where you are. Find small, random acts of kindness. Most joyful moment in your life is when you do something for somebody else. You can always get the next big thing, right? Like when the iPhone comes out, sorry, Apple, <laughs> guys, I'm just gonna use it, okay? When the next iPhone comes out, I'm like, hey, babe, I gotta buy the next iPhone, <laughs> right? Like, what's better? I don't know, like a 0.02 megapixel camera or something, right? Like, I just need the next one. I need the next MacBook, man. I, I just need the next. I, I want a newer car, right? You always are going to want something newer, but at some point, it wears off, and eh, it's done. But when you serve somebody, that feeling never goes away at all. And go on a big vacation, and that feeling goes away about five minutes into the car ride home, right? But serving others is an everlasting feeling. Your purpose isn't to be some big person. Your purpose isn't to be a CEO. Your purpose isn't to be a professional speaker or a professional athlete. Your, your purpose isn't even to, to do whatever you're doing at work. Man, I, I hope to get this degree so I can teach fifth grade one day. Not just an assignment in the future. It's about faithfully serving today. 
I was talking to somebody recently who hasn't been able to be to the church for some personal reasons, uh, health reasons, and uh, I said, what do you miss most about church? Hoping they were going to say, like, yo, you, you, the, the pastor, like, we just miss your messages so much, right? Like, I was really hoping for it. No, it wasn't that at all. Like, I miss serving others. I said, oh, wow. I miss making people feel loved when they walk in the door. I miss giving out high fives and hugs. I miss making coffee for people. I miss creating an environment where people's lives can be changed. They don't get paid. They don't get some fancy awards. They get a cool Oasis Church t-shirt and a lanyard that says Dream Team Volunteer. That's what they get. They're just serving. Serving. If you want to serve God's purpose, start by serving God's people. Your purpose is always for God's glory. Maybe someone in here today, here's the plug. <laughs> Maybe somebody in here today hasn't begun serving on a team yet. I challenge you. Get on a team. Help make a difference. Why do we do what we do at Oasis Church? We help others find Jesus, grow in their faith, discover their purpose, and make a difference. Man, I wish I had a picture of Travis getting baptized on the screen. That was, man, that was such an awesome moment. It's so cool to see somebody give their life to Christ in church and then get baptized and take their next step, right? Isn't that powerful? That's why we do what we do. So that all people can find new life in Christ. So that all people can say yes to Jesus. So that Jesus can be the answer to all of their problems. So that Jesus can be the answer to the situations that they're in. I said it uh, when I came up after Waymaker that uh, we're the church, right? This building isn't a church. We started way before you ever got here. <laughs> 6 a.m. setting up, right? And it takes so much longer to set up than it does there now. 6 a.m., right? Just because we put all of our stuff in here, have worship music, have a message, have screens, you know, teen kids church, that doesn't make this church. This is still a school building. And six days of the week, we're not here. We're the church. Every single one of us brought church with us today. When you say you're going to church, that's actually wrong. You're saying, I'm bringing the church to meet up with other church people, right? I'm the church. You're a carrier of the presence of the Almighty God. If you want to serve God's purpose, start by serving God's people. Your purpose is always for God's glory. That's your why. That's your why. David is taking care of the sheep taking care of the sheep, bringing snacks, bringing lunch to his brothers. You love people enough, you'll find a way. David wasn't a man after his own glory. He was a man after God's heart. That's why he served God's purpose. And I couldn't be any more thankful for our church, a selfless church, a generous church, a prayerful church, a serving church to make a difference in this world. Maybe you're here today and this message has been on your heart. Maybe it's 
just starting with serving at church, maybe it's serving others in your community, maybe it's at your job, maybe it's in your work. I just pray that, that God will start to reveal opportunities to you, that you can serve other people without having to be awarded, without having to be noticed. Maybe you feel like, man, what I do doesn't even matter. But what God spoke over your life will bear fruit. Will you stand to your feet? Maybe you're here this morning and you feel alone. You feel desperate. You feel afraid. You feel scared. Maybe you feel like you're missing God's purpose with every head bowed and every eye closed. I said earlier, what is sin? Sin is missing the mark. The reality is we're all sinners. We all miss the mark. We all fall short of the glory of God. All of us. I sin. You sin. We all sin. But the good news is that God sent his only son, Jesus, who fulfilled his purpose, the son of God who never sinned, and he was perfect, he came to serve, give his life as a ransom to pay the price for us. Jesus died in our place, was raised from the dead, so that we could have new life. It doesn't matter about the questions you have about God, it doesn't matter about the doubts you might have, doesn't matter about the feelings you have. But the Bible says that anyone who calls on the name of Jesus, the name that is above every other name, anyone who calls on the name of Jesus, he will forgive every sin and he will hear you and he will fill you with his spirit. Maybe you don't have a relationship with Jesus today. I'd like to offer that opportunity to you now with every head bowed and every eye closed. And as an entire church family, we repeat this prayer for the benefit of those who may be saying it for the very first time. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe that you died and that you rose again three days later. Come into my life. Make me a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. Help me follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. With heads still bowed and eyes still closed, I'm not going to embarrass you or anything. Will you just slip up your hand if you said that prayer for the first time or maybe you rededicated your life to Christ today? If you're watching online and you said that prayer, will you just do me a favor and click the link right below us? We have a team that wants to connect with you and just help you with your next steps. Can we celebrate with God and anybody who gave their life to Christ today? Either here or online, you can stop by the next steps area. We'd love to pray with you and help you. Amen. Come on, church. Let's continue to worship this morning.